0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Fruitful Vine podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm here with my pastor, Pastor Joel Urshan. Pastor Urshan, how's your day going? Very good. It's
1: a good day. The Lord's been good. I'm feeling good. And uh, so, yeah, all is well.
0: Well, good. It's good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All is good. Those are are all
0: good things. Amen. (laughs) Uh, We're moving into a holiday season, Christmas season. We're in between Thanksgiving and Christmas and Uh, New Year, and it's just a fun time, right? fun time to to be around, fun time to uh, celebrate with family and friends. Everybody's getting together and uh, feeling festive and Mm -hmm. singing Christmas songs and Christmas carols. Yes. And I'll go back to, I think, a podcast we had in the spring. Where we talked about Christmas music and how early is it? How early is too early? Right. To listen and uh, and it's time. It is high time. (laughs) Yeah, we're in the throes of it. Yeah, turn on joy to the world. Turn on those songs and uh, and uh, let's celebrate celebrate the holidays. Um, Yeah, we're gonna. I have a a question for you today about uh, about Christmas carols. But before we get into that. A discussion. I have a question for you. Okay. And the the people want to know. And by people, I mean me. Uh, when you were a young lad, mm-hmm. uh, not many moons ago, but a couple, a few yes. Do you have Do you have a favorite um, Christmas gift that you received as a child? I, I, we all think back to Christmas morning, mm-hmm. uh, coming down the stairs or or coming out of the down the bedroom hallway, and there's maybe presents there yeah, yeah. Uh, from your parents. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite
1: memory you look back a Favorite Christmas gift you got as a kid? Hey, I'm gonna tell you, there is something special about opening up those Christmas gifts as a child. Yeah, I, it, it, I remember. I remember the the exhilaration, and I'm gonna tell you what we would get um, as kids, and uh, my brother and I. Uh, we would receive as gifts G.I. Joe GI Joe and there's something about a new GI Joe character that came out that uh, that they would you know be presenting for the first time and man when we would get that it, it we may get a couple of them and it, they were always wrapped a little bit differently mm-hmm. so sometimes they'd have their backs to each you know, to each other, and, and you couldn't tell by the shape of it what it was. Yeah. Um, but we'd get maybe three or four of those little characters, maybe a vehicle. Mm. And man, I want to tell you what, that, that was just, that was so much fun. Yeah. I, I got a, a full Colts uniform. Okay. The Indianapolis uh, Colts. The Indianapolis Colts, because I was raised in Kokomo, Indiana. Yeah. And uh, born in Memphis, Tennessee, but we moved to Indianapolis when I was about five, and then moved to Kokomo, Indiana, at seven, and uh, spent the rest of my uh, life till I was 25 there. And so, Indianapolis Colts. So I got a, an Indianapolis Colts uh, uniform. I I, uh, I received a Fisher Price microphone. Okay. One year, and you could tune it to an AM dial on the radio. And you could push a button and your uh, voice would be amplified through the speaker system. And that's where I, that's where I preached some of my very first messages. Mm. They were powerful messages powerful. <laughs> <laughs> on the Fisher Price <laughs> microphone. I always loved getting a new Bible. Yeah. I always loved getting a new Bible and there would be writings in there from my parents or my grandparents with the, with the date noted and, uh, just yeah, there's so many great memories. It's a special time. Yeah
0: did did Nathan also receive a football uniform that that one Christmas?
1: Man, that's a great question. That's a, i am I I'm I'm sure that he did trying to remember exactly what what how that worked there but, was
0: there was definitely a Christmas where I received a football uniform uh, my brother did as well okay. I was four and a half years older than him yes and it was unfair it was okay. just and I feel like <laughs> if you were in the Colts and and Uncle Nathan was in something else yeah. <laughs> uh, he was the bigger brother and probably did yeah. the same thing I did to my younger
1: brother yeah but. well there were three there was three years difference okay there were, there were three years of difference so there were times where uh where you know he might have had a, a different Wish list, you know, he might have asked for something different. My sister uh, would ask, of course, for for something different. But um, then, uh, but but GI Joe was something that remained pretty consistent. There you you go. That was we were always we always had a a pretty strong collection of the Army of the Lord. Yeah, I'm a (laughs) soldier.
0: That's right. Amen. Amen. Well, as we as we uh, move away from the Christmas presents and uh, and uh, move into uh, singing Christmas carols. Yes, the ideas oh, yeah. of of dedicated Christmas songs. <clears throat> it is time of year to sing those Christmas, yeah. uh, those Christmas songs. And there are some uh, I know you've talked about in the past. You've taught sometimes on Wednesday night uh, Bible studies in years past, uh, and even on a Sunday morning referenced um, some Christmas uh, carols that are about Christmas, but uh, but but aren't about. Jesus, right? Um, And I think there is some there's some things there that people don't really uh, realize when they just get to yeah to singing some of those familiar songs. So would you would you dive into that discussion today?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We, um, you know, Christmas carols are are a very uh, integral part of celebrating Christmas season. Um, They're 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 fun. They're festive. They're bouncy. uh, They're warm. they, they 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 evoke uh, memories, family, uh, friendliness, peace, time. Uh, in fact, um, and then of course, and then of course we have hymns, mm-hmm. Christmas carol hymns that are powerful. Oh, holy night, and joy to the world, and oh, come all ye faithful, and on and on. Some of the great hymns. Hark, the herald angels sing. That all point to the the birth of Jesus which is the reason for the season right but you're right i i've I've pointed out before that um, there are many songs sung at Christmas time that really do try to capture the warmth of Christmas but do not uh, mention Jesus yeah and there's a reason for that what really got me onto to this um just kind of searching this out and trying to understand what was happening, was a, the, the, a poem that was written by uh, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, one of the great American poets. And it was, uh, and it was called uh, Christmas Bells. And, um, and it's, it's a, a carol now, a song uh, that was sung, and it's called uh, you know, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. And so uh, some of our listeners and viewers may have heard that particular Christmas song. Yeah. It was a poem by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, and it was written at a very difficult time in his life. He had lost his wife. Uh, uh, she died in a fire. Uh, it was written kind of in the throes of or just around the finishing of the Civil War, Um everything around him was falling apart, his personal life, his national uh, understanding of his nation. I mean, it, it was torn apart by the Civil War. And so there was a lot of darkness that surrounded him in that moment. And he wrote that a powerful and poignant poem about hearing the bells on Christmas Day. And so um, I just started to kind of look into some of the Christmas songs, what we sing and what we... Um, they have a, there's something about it. And like we we talked about, I think it was in the summer or what, what have you, when it's too early. And I was like, never, never too early. You can always enjoy a good (laughs) Christmas song. And the, the reason that that I feel that way is because they do, they do, uh, kind of stoke the embers of family and togetherness and peace and love. And, um, but there is a distinction between the hymns and the songs that were written that don't mention Jesus. Right. The ones that are written about, that are hymns that are about Jesus are, I mean, they're powerful songs that exalt the incarnation of God in Christ. And then there are the songs that just talk about the warmth and they don't, they, they talk about Christmas, but they don't talk about Jesus. And there's a reason for that. Uh, most of those songs that are written that mention Christ but not Jesus are written by people who are of a Jewish persuasion. Many of them are written by uh, Mel Torme, Irving Berlin, Felix Bernard, Jay Livingston. Many of these composers and songwriters were of a Jewish faith, and they believed deeply in the concept of Christ, Messiah. They did not believe that that Messiah was Jesus. And so they they really they really loved the idea of what what Christmas means. Yeah. But we understand mm-hmm. it can't mean those things without without Jesus. Right. So so really a lot of those songs are an attempt to kind of capture the warmth, the peace, and the love associated with the the promise of Messiah. So, for instance, um, you know, uh, the Bible tells us about that promise of Messiah, and it describes all nations flowing unto the holy city, and it describes peace forevermore, and it, it, it talks about the uh, desert blossoming like a rose, or springs in the wilderness, or the wolf lying down with the lamb. It, it is all a... It is all a description of a time, a place, a land where, where, you, where death doesn't exist. Yeah. It, it, there's no dying. There's no sadness. There's no sickness. There's, there, there, there's no violence. There's no war. There's no poverty. It's, it's describing a holy land of promise. Uh, over in the great beyond (laughs) where the saved of earth shall soon the glory share. It's, 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 it's the hope of the believer. And so when you, when you fast forward into the 20th century, the great American songbook, if you please, there's actually a, the 20th century is filled with many songs. They, they call the great American songbook and it's, it's filled with the idea of promise actually. Hmm. And, and one song ironically was written right before the great depression uh, it, it said, "Blue skies, nothing but blue skies uh, from now on," yeah. and and it was it was actually referring to the prosperity of the world at that time. It was post World War One. They had no idea about the Great Depression about to develop. World War II about to develop. Uh, of course, then the nineteen sixties ushered us into the throes of a whole new uh, frontier of social change and revolution and challenges. But in that moment, those songwriters mm-hmm. of the Great American Songbook were so optimistic, yeah. but we know that optimism fails us if it's not centered upon the promises of God in Christ Jesus. He is the only one who can bring to us the fulfillment that we desire. Yeah. So uh, many of these old Christmas Songs, again, not the hymns, but the, the ones that try to capture the warmth, like White Christmas and the Christmas song, mm-hmm. um, uh, I'll Be Home for Christmas, um, you know, uh, Silver Bells. Yeah. Many of these songs, they were written by people who believed in the land of promise. They believed in the, 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 the idea of a Christ, they rejected the idea that it was Jesus. And so there's a little sadness then in those songs because it's not recognizing his lordship yeah. in all of that. Um, but inherent in them is the human desire for all that he brings us. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I, a song like Silver Bells, for instance, yeah. uh, says a city sidewalks, busy uh, sidewalks, dressed in holiday style. In the air there 's the feeling of christmas well that 's a description of, of people hustling and bustling and moving around and being together and it says children laughing, people passing, meeting smile after smile, and this reference of children laughing, mm-hmm. people rubbing shoulders with one another, passing and and happiness, joy yeah this was written by um uh, Jay Livingston, and he, he called it silver bells because he said that he heard the bells of the of those that were conducting the Salvation Armor, Army uh, donation uh, uh, receptacles recipients, yeah. um, and they were uh, the silver bells. Just brought him a feeling of happiness. He was like, in the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. What is that feeling? He's describing. Right. It's peace. It's love. It's harmony. It's hope. All of those things can only be found in Jesus. They can't be found in our attempts at establishing a tranquil environment. Mm -hmm. You can sip whatever hot cocoa you want to sip, start whatever fire you want to start, roast chestnuts on that fire. You're never going to find the peace you're seeking unless you give your life to Jesus Christ and you repent from your sins, are baptized in his name and filled with his spirit. So... Uh, it, it, and it's that way in, in many of the uh, songs. You know, one of the classic songs, "Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire," Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Those, it, 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 it's it's describing even in the the, the extremities of weather,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the heat of the fire, the coldness of Jack Frost <laughs> nipping at your nose. And I, I I think I said in a message recently that's a very poetic way of describing hypothermia. Yeah. Uh, dangerous levels of frostbite, Jack yeah. Frost nipping at your nose. Yeah. I mean, that's that's describing uh, a coldness yeah. that uh, probably isn't healthy to to remain exposed to. But <laughs> finding comfort in it, yeah. you know, Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Uh, Yuletide carols being sung by a choir, folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows, turkey and some mistletoe help to make the season bright. And um, Tiny Tots with their all, eyes all aglow. That song, it didn't take very long to write that song. It was written, uh, again, by Mel Torme, and it was written in about, um, I think it was written in like an hour or something. Wow. And it started out with um, that just that statement, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. It sounded so poetic to uh, him. And there was, I think, maybe another composer with him, but it sounded so poetic. And they just started to, to list kind of a random yeah. holiday scene, and and it turned into this classic mm-hmm. song. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, just like the ones I used to know, where the treetops glisten, children listen to hear sleigh bells in the snow. This was a song written by Irving Berlin, and it and it became wildly popular during World War II mm-hmm. when soldiers were missing home, the comforts of home, the comforts of family. War made them so so uh, eager to be home. And when they thought about home, this song just gave them the images of home yeah. that, that they remembered and appreciated and valued. And again, a lot of emphasis on Christ, a lot of emphasis on Christmas, but not any recognition that Jesus is the Christ. That's right. And so uh I think it's important for us to realize that as Christians, that no, it's not, it's not, no, it's not just about city sidewalks and busy sidewalks and dressed in holiday style and and in the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. That's yeah. a fleeting feeling. Yeah. But in Christ, it can live in you. Yeah. The promise of that peace, the promise of that wholeness and hope. It can live inside of us, and that's really that. That's what has to be the message of the church. And you see that in the lyrics of the spiritual hymns, mm-hmm. psalms, and hymns, and making melody in your heart to the Lord. That's the that's the real message. Uh, oh, holy night, uh, the stars are brightly shining. It uh, is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Yeah, that um, line alone. Oh, that line our alone. Our Savior was born. Yes, you
0: know just. <laughs> So
1: powerful. And it it talks about for yonder uh, uh, breaks a new and glorious morn. In one place it says, uh, long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. See that right there. Yeah. That line is explaining what chestnuts roasting on an open fire is hoping to achieve, but will never be able to. It isn't about chestnuts roasting on an open fire. You can create all the aesthetics and all of the atmosphere that you want, but until he appears and your soul understands its worth, Mm -hmm. it's his appearance. It's you understanding who he is that makes you recognize your own worth. Um, that's that's what this season has to be about. And yeah. it's it's not about December 25th. It's about the Lord being manifest in flesh. It's about it's about him living the life we couldn't live for ourselves that but that we must live and dying the death that we were due to die mm-hmm. and rising from the dead triumphant. Yeah. And and so, you know, joy to the world, uh let Earth receive her king. Um Hark! The herald angels sing. Uh, o come, all ye faithful. Uh, join in the triumph of the skies. These 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 lyrics, these words, these statements of affirmation of the of the glory of the newborn King, um, and and describing the fact that without Him we can have. We can have no salvation. Without him, we can have no hope. Without him, we can have nothing that our soul longs for. Mm. So the message is, it's in Jesus. Yeah. So Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, when he wrote this uh, poem, um, was really trying to express uh, the experience that he had. In fact, I'll read to you some of that poem, Yeah. Uh, the first and last stanzas of it. It's quite interesting, actually, uh, because what he described was that he, he sat just experiencing the loneliness of having lost his wife, and, and he was thinking about the way that the nation was torn by war, and he'd lost hope. Mm-hmm. And so he, he says, on a Christmas day, I heard the bells on Christmas day. Their old familiar carols play, and he's he's referring to, he's referring to carols like uh, "Joy to the World" and "Hark the Herald Angels Sing." He's he's referring to uh, some of the songs that would be sung in the churches of those days. Yeah, you know he's listening to things like "Glory to the Newborn King," "Peace on Earth," and "Mercy, Mild God and Sinners Reconciled." Uh, joyful all ye nations rise, join in the triumph of the skies. He's hearing this and he says, I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play, and wild and sweet, the words repeat of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And he said, I thought how as the day had come, the belfries of all Christendom, had rolled along the unbroken song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Till ringing, singing on its way, the world revolved from night to day, a voice, a chime, a chant sublime of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then he goes through a few stanzas. He describes the Civil War. He describes the the. the challenging things that the nation is facing, that he is facing. And finally, he says, in despair, I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. In other words, I hear the, I hear the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play, it's an unbroken song. It's mm-hmm. a chant sublime. People sing it without even thinking of it, but I don't believe it anymore. I don't believe it exists. In despair, I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said. Hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And the last stanza is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Then pealed the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep the wrong shall fail, the right prevail with peace on earth, goodwill to men. Yeah, And I love that. Yeah. The song went unbroken. And for Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, he needed to hear that in that moment. And so does everybody who's going through anything yeah. of a turbulent nature in life right now. They need to remember that the Lord has turned this thing around. Mm-hmm. And by putting our faith in him, And by placing our hope in him, we can have life everlasting. I go back to Acts 2.38 to make sure we all remember how it is we really truly receive. It is by grace, his grace, through faith, our faith. Mm -hmm. And that is represented in Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off. That's mm-hmm. what the old Christmas songs are trying to capture. Mm-hmm. But you can't capture Acts 239 until you walk through Acts 238. Yeah. You'll never be able to enter into the promise that comes to your children and to your children's children and to all that are afar off and sitting around the hearthstone and 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 singing together and the joy of 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 this. Of what this time of year is trying to present to us, mm. until you really truly understand that it is Jesus, it is Jesus, and it is Jesus alone, yeah, who gives us that great hope.
0: Yeah, if we want peace on earth, then we have to have Jesus. It's right. Without without Jesus, we will not have that peace. And and you know, we we encourage you to 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 do the Christmas things. We you know, we call them that these things that kind of have maybe become Christmas, sing carols and give gifts, um, celebrate with friends and family, mm-hmm. be thankful, um, but but know that in that moment, that love and that peace that you're seeking is not going to come from the things you do, right. from the Christmas traditions that you keep up. Right. Um, Absolutely. You can keep up traditions, and year after year, you will find that those traditions do not bring the peace no. and do not bring uh, the love that you are that you're seeking by doing them, they can only be found in Jesus Christ. That's right. And when he's in the middle of that, it makes your dinner and your carols and your family sitting around the fire so much better. Absolutely. Because you have achieved that peace. Yes.
1: Living in him and him living in you. Absolutely. It's a great time of year. Absolutely. The traditions become empty without him. But, But when he's in, as you said, when he's the center of it all, uh, it, all it becomes rich, rewarding. Uh, I go back right now, even in my mind, to times of being with both sides of my family growing up. And now I get to watch my my children mm-hmm. and my grandchildren. And um, I feel so blessed and so yeah. thankful. And I'm grateful it's more than a the a, a fantasy of a song. But I found not i found the prince of peace
0: yeah that's right
1: and that's where the peace comes from It's from the prince of that peace yeah
0: and he has so freely given yes amen we're so thankful for the lord yeah and for his peace and his love and the joy that he's given to us in this this season this time of year Uh, we hope that you're having a great december already We, we hope that 2023 has been blessed and we pray blessing over 2024 before we even get there, before we even get to a New Year's Eve service. We pray that the Lord would just cover next year for, for us and for all of you. We pray that if you're traveling this yes, month, that the travels. Lord would have his hand upon you. Amen. And you just uh, fully enjoy life in Jesus Christ this month. We love you. We thank uh, thank the Lord for you. God bless you today in Jesus' name.